Todd Mack. And I'm Joe Dorowski. We're the hosts of the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we discuss a great character in a great story. If you listen to us, your fancy will be tickled. And your thoughts will be provoked. One reviewer described us as fanboys with PhDs. Our discussions cast a wide net, alternating between TV, comics, films, and novels. In one episode, we may discuss a Spanish telenovela, and the next week, an American superhero comic. That was January 2016. Or one week, we might discuss a Japanese manga, and the following week, a Jane Austen novel. That was October 2016. Check out the Protagonist Podcast. Great characters and great stories. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we are taking a bite out of Minute 25, which begins with Pete assuming that Liz did the dumping <laughs> yeah. like an asshole and, <laughs> and ends with Sean listening to the message that Liz left on the answering machine uh, as he stumbles into the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just one one last kick to the nuts. Yeah. Which, um, you know, we talked about <laughs> we talked about house geography uh, yesterday and how we hadn't realized that we were in the living room mm-hmm. um, until doing the show, basically. Uh, and once again. I never realized that the kitchen was right next to the entrance door. Yeah. What? A, so now I, well, no, no, no we're, we're about to spend so, a lot more time in here, but just what a weird apartment this is. Yeah. So, well, it's a house, but yeah, it's, it's a weird layout, no matter what of a, of a living space. So you, you walk in the front door to your left is the entrance to the kitchen to the right is the living room. And then upstairs, I guess, are the bedrooms and the bathroom. So there's, so I guess the living room, I, for whatever reason, I always thought that the kitchen was attached to the living room. Yeah, I could see that. I, I that's what I always thought. But I guess I, I never know. really, I guess I didn't really think about it is the thing. So I yeah. can't really disagree with you. Well, never... we thought, we thought that when he was stumbling out, um, in like our first week, he was like stumbling out of the room. Uh, or stumbling into the living room, you know, like doing the zombie walk into the living room. We thought he was coming out of his bedroom, but apparently he was coming out of the kitchen. <laughs> I've been there. I don't know what he was doing in there. Where I'm, still, where I'm still waking up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Getting some getting some tea started or something, maybe? I don't know. Hey, well, I'm you sure. know, we, we, don't, we know nothing about tea, as we mentioned earlier this week. It's very true. Uh, so... This is uh this is the minute where we get the revelation of uh Pete's hand. Yeah, I'm yeah, it's okay, so, so yeah, so where so where do you want it? So Pete got mugged. Pete got mugged. I I okay. Ed's reaction of like 
So okay, so Pete Pete is Pete is Pete is just really going off on Sean, which is undeserved because like it's not Sean's fault that Ed I mean, I guess it's like in a weird roundabout way that it's Sean's fault that Ed's making him mad. But <laughs> Yeah. Like it, Ed is the human being that is making him upset. Like, don't take it out on Sean. Um, Sean had enough of a bad day. Like, yeah, you know, Ed, Ed Ed definitely made a party foul. Sean definitely made a party foul by letting this happen in the first place. But you know, th- th- this is Pete's party foul. He didn't need to. He didn't need to dig the knife in. No, not at all. But people this do. Like a people really do silly things when they're angry, guys. This is a shitty thing to do and say, uh, but he's he says like I assume Liz did the dumping. Like you need to sort your life out, mate. Um, which is uh, really, really, uh, I, I I really like the way that he yells that. Um, and then oh, when good. when Ed Ed cools down the situation by pointing out like what happened to your hand, and he's like, no, oh, well I got mugged. like he goes from screaming to like, well, well I got Come mugged on, on yeah. That you can tell that they've. I'm starting to think that they may have may have had variations of this fight before. Yeah, it's entirely possible. the fact that they're very quickly able to be like, "Who mugged you?" Yeah, what the fuck? Who, who mugged you? <laughs> Why did they bite you? Like just. Why? Yeah, he's so tickled by it. Yeah, he's so tickled. He is tickled. Tickled. Oh man, he just thinks it's the funniest thing. Why'd they bite you? <laughs> like just the idea of a mugger biting him. <laughs> just, yeah, it makes him laugh. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Man, if um, if you got mugged, that's a that's a day ruiner. Yeah. Again, it's making a lot of sense that Pete is is this angry. Mm-hmm. And the front again, the front door being open. Huge. I would be so confused and so angry at my roommate if he kept leaving the front door open. Yeah. Well, and and then on top of everything else, they're just like, I mean, they're they're they they're jamming out to records <laughs> with the front door open at four a.m. on a Sunday. Oh man, that's terrible. The cops are gonna come, Sean. Yeah, I mean, they're sure. not. I can't believe no one made a noise complaint. Yeah, I get yeah. I get nervous. I, I I live in an apartment complex now, and I have I haven't for a couple of years. But when I drop something, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, yeah. Or like sure. if or if like if I'm watching one of those awful movies where the talking's really quiet, but then all the noises are really loud. I, I it, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna get get gonna get knocked on. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a sound bar uh, that regulates that oh cool which is cool like it can tell like what decibels everything's going to be at and it keeps it at the same volume so it raises the talking and lowers the action stuff it's kind of cool and uh, if you put it under your door it gets rid of drafts (laughs) it's true full circle it's very true uh (laughs) full circle uh that's called a hero's journey um (laughs) i resisted the call (laughs) <laughs> so no i'm not gonna make that joke now <laughs> and then scott's my scott's my mentor <laughs> oh no that means i'm gonna die yeah you have to die oh no you know there's something to be said edgar wright baby driver is probably the closest to like a joseph campbell like hero story i want like i don't know like he- yeah. Sean, Sean Fuzz and well, yeah, I, I, Scott Pilgrim, I guess. But in the Cornetto trilogy, like they all kind of kind of stay away from a lot of those 
those mm. arcs and tropes. No, Gary definitely has a hero's journey. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I mean, there he's literally going on a quest. So, what a nice. Yeah, the hero's journey's there. I I think it's I think it's just I think that um Nicholas and uh Sean also go on hero's journeys, but they're 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 really subtle. Mm -hmm. Um as we'll talk about in Hot Fuzz, um Nicholas Angel's uh hero's journey is actually completely opposite. Okay. It's like an opposite. It's like an opposite day hero's journey. It's really interesting, but we'll we'll get there when we talk about that uh, next year. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Man, we really like doing podcasts about protagonists with subtle arcs and journeys. Yeah, it's more interesting that way. You got you got yeah. shit you got to figure out. Speaking of shit, you got to figure out. Um, what did the zombie steal other than you know a chunk of his hand? What did the zombie steal? <laughs> yeah, like from Pete. To be to be a mugger, my my guess is that Pete doesn't want to get into. I got bit by a random dude on the streets of London tonight, so he's like reasoned in his head. Like, well, I guess the closest thing is like a mug. I got mugged. Yeah, because he doesn't want to say I, like, I, I, I got attacked is a weird thing to like say. <laughs> I like the idea though that he. That the zombie bites him on the hand and he just like throws his wallet at him and runs <gasps> away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like out of it. Yeah, here, take it. Yeah. Why did he bite me first? <laughs> he didn't even ask for anything. <laughs> I like to think that it's a zombie that we that we know. Like it's like the store manager or like the soccer player kid or something. I think it's uh I think it's the uh I think it's the the white lines zombie. Oh, cool. I think it's him. I like that. Yeah. Ted Cannon. I also think that's the uh the, I think that's the zombie that bangs on the on the door of the Winchester too. Yeah. Maybe it's Big Al. Maybe that's Roger oh. Moore. Oh no. He was going <laughs> to his friends. Yeah. Um so uh Yeah, then we get the return of uh of Sean's zombie shuffle. Well, yeah. Um before that, though, okay. uh, you know, we he's telling him to sort his life out. He, we talk about the hand and he says that he's got a splitting headache, which mm -hmm. I like is a subtle reference to him. I, I feel like it's a subtle reference to him turning into a zombie. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like the 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 the, the zombie virus is getting into him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It takes a while out. in this universe, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is, I think, how it should be, because they have to die, you know? Right, yeah, so it has like, to kill them, and then they reanimate. Right, so it's got to be, very, it has to be a process. Very classic um, rules. Right, so I really like that. Uh, and then Ed has that line, next time I see him, he's dead. Which is, it, it's, it's almost, it's, it's, it's better than, hey, you're dead. But mm -hmm. it's kind of in that same, like, oh. <laughs> right. Well, although it's funny, does does Ed does Ed see Pete before he's bitten by Pete at the Winchester at the end of the movie? Ed? Yeah. No. No, he doesn't, right? Sean sees Pete in the shower, yes. but Ed doesn't see him, right? Yeah, they they they, they he, he he like brushes Ed out of the house without really telling him what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so he doesn't see 
Pete again until he's bit by Pete. So that actually makes this him laughing at Pete getting bitten <laughs> even funnier. Who, who bit you? Who bit you? Yeah, you know. Why'd they bite you? And <laughs> because well, uh, the fun thing about this movie is, you know, it's equal opportunity in it's who is a victim of irony in this universe. Mm-hmm. Like, Things like, oh, if you want to be an animal, go live in the fucking shed like an animal. It's, you know, like, Ed isn't, you know, no one, a lot of times in, I think, comedies or movies like this, the heroes or the protagonists are, like, above the world or above the rules. Mm -hmm. You know, like, well, they're not going to, they're okay because they're the protagonist. But in, in, in Sean, yeah, no, like, Ed and everyone is on equal footing in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, this is, we're... This is the calm before the storm. Yeah, that's it. Because he just shuffles, he just shuffles into the kitchen, and we don't see what he's gonna do. So we, like, I mean, it's nothing really to talk about there. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a piece of artwork. It's it's creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy. It, if it's an album cover, it's cool. But if it's just the art, then it's creepy. It's uh, but, but what's interesting about it is it's a girl in a garden. In the garden, there's a girl. Oh my god, this movie. Yeah, I know. Still got him. Still getting him. Still getting him. Still getting him. That's like what is that? What is, what is that on the desk? It's uh like underneath the lamp. There's like um, there's like something that looks like a Chinese uh, takeout box, and then there's something that looks yes. like a toaster with like a beer on it. Like I don't I don't know what that is. <laughs> it is a toaster with a pint of beer on it. I don't know um, what that is. I don't know why you would have that. Why yeah. would a beer manufacturer make a toaster? You know how sometimes um. Something will look like a Chinese takeout thing, but it's really like you put coins in it. It's just kind of uh -huh. like kitschy because like Chinese takeout is like, oh, we're in an apartment and we're single. We're in our right. I think it might be that because it, it kind of looks too thick to just be like a, oh, it looks like a lantern maybe also. Yeah. Well, it looks like, yeah, it's shaped like a, like a, like a Chinese takeout box. It has like a, it looks like a Chinese symbol on it, but you know, it's small and, and blurry. So who sure knows? Is. It could be anything. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's like you said, like a kitschy, you know, piece of, uh, like ceramic or something mm -hmm. like a jar or something that's made to look like a Chinese takeout box or I'm not sure, but, but I'm, I mean, yeah, I am very, okay. I don't think it's a toaster. It looks like a, it potentially looks like a cooler, a cooler. Because like I, th I think what we thought were the slits of a toaster might actually be a handle that is resting on top of the box. Oh, interesting. Okay, but you know, uh, our, our our fucking listeners coming through. We got some great feedback when we had questions on the vacuums back at Sean's yeah. work. Yeah, heck yeah, so, heck yeah. So if you guys could help us out with whatever the fuck this thing is, uh, <laughs> that, would, that would that would also be it would be illuminating. Absolutely. Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. Go go get on it, guys. Uh, mm -hmm. And thanks for thanks for uh, helping us through this. Uh, we also <laughs> want to have a, 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 a correction or, or I guess not really a correction. So clarification. Much as a clarification. Revelation. Something like that. Mm -hmm. um, we were n neither Nick or I were aware of the fact that uh, that that full cheese was a reference to um the Italian director of uh, the film Zombie with an yes. I, Z, 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 Z O M B I or Z O M B I. Yeah. So 
Uh, that's what that was a reference to. So thanks to everyone who told us about that. Uh, and yeah, just totally went over our head. Cause I, I just didn't even, I think I was so distracted by the fact that it was co- literally called the place with all the fish that I didn't bother looking up the name. So that made me laugh. I was the only one that the Greek that laughed at that. At uh, the, at the place with all the fish. Yeah. When, when, when I, when I saw the, the phone book ad again, it's so good. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so anyway, hopefully we made up for our lack of observation about, uh, about Italian director Fulci and, uh, uh, by by noticing that uh, there's a w- piece of art on the wall of a girl in a garden, it all evens out. It all evens out, right? Right. See, yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's why we have you guys over there on the Facebook group. <laughs> so thanks, <laughs> thanks everybody. Um, we will be back on Monday with our first guest, which is very exciting. Uh, but go check out uh, our our Patreon because that really helps us uh, kind of keep the lights on and keep everything. Moving forward, trucking forward, lots of bonus material over there, including uh, exclusive like podcast reviews of movies and things like that. Probably uh, going to be one coming out soon. Yep, definitely. Uh, probably already out at the time you're hearing this. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. So go check that out. And uh, that's at duelinggenre.com slash support or uh, patreon.com slash DGP. So either one of those will get you to the same place. Go there, help us out, become a patron, get all this exclusive bonus content we throw up on there. Uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You will feel that it is worth your money. I promise. It's only five bucks a month. That's all we're asking. And Not a lot of money. Time. Go do the thing. Yeah, please. And uh, in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. Bye.